Weeks. It's Monday, June 20th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, Satan is back with a summertime update. Plus, a Hasidic Jew pelts our favorite street preacher in the face with a dirt ball. Two melty female land walruses battle for dominance. And find bananas dusted with Colombian go-go powder at your local grocer. Supply chain issues have caused shortages around the United States, but your local discount drug mart has been scouring the world for comparable products at unbeatable prices. This week, save on Glampax Tampoons, the extra-large novelty tampon previously sold as a party gag gift for that lady in your life who is a, quote, huge cunt. It technically should work as a somewhat absorbent menstrual plug made of 50% cotton and 85% coarse porcupine quill. With a whopping circumference of 24 inches, only the most determined of loose whores should attempt inserting this glitter-packed, spring-loaded pussy stuffer. To count pack, $19.99. You need it? Discount Drug Mart has it! Hollywood Baby Formula! Sourced from the prop department of Warner Brothers, Paramount, and other producers of Blockbuster Entertainment, there's a good chance some of these canisters are full of actual brand name formula. Some are paint thinners or industrial lye. It's a real grab bag. Still, if your child doesn't die, what a story you'll have for him or her. They'll love the fact they once ingested a substance from a container that was featured in the background in the grocery store scene of three men and a baby. 24-ounce container, only $35.99 when you present your hardcore druggy card. Toilet paper, once again, is becoming scarce, but Discount Drug Mart has been planning for the shortage. We've partnered with Shenzhen Waste Management of China to package and reuse the toilet paper of very small Asians. Yes, they wipe their asses on the paper, but their small frames translate to small rectums and small bowel movements. Some squares of the toilet paper are only 25% used. Eastern Wind Toilet Paper, 12-pack roll, only $10.99. All this week at Discount Drug Mart. Discount Drug Mart saves you the runaround. You'll find everything you need. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Try new peanut butter eggs. Why does man have to have such a sweet rectum? I'm a mommy! I'm a mommy! The vagina is full of eggs. Yes! Timothy James Henson back here with you to start a new week of programs. Got a great one for you today. At the top of the program, me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, it's right. I'm back, baby. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what a treat we have for you today. Uh, Satan is here. Why exactly are you here? Uh, happy Juneteenth, observed. Listen, Satan, I'm happy to chat with you, but uh, please... I don't need to get canceled today. Don't be making any jokes about, you know, killing black people and sending them to hell. Or I, I mean, I don't know exactly what your angle here is today. My angle is I'm on vacation and I thought I'd come visit my friend. But if you're going to be a dick about it. No, no, I'm not trying to be a dick about anything. Because I'm in a good mood for once. And I don't need you, uh, you know, Captain Buzzkill over here harshing my mellow, man. Harshing your mellow? I'm a little high. Well, why are you in such a good mood? 
Uh, one word for you, Uvaldi. Oh my god. Come on, some of my best work. It is not some of your best work. Also, like, I don't understand the end game here because, uh, you know, you kill a bunch of elementary school kids, they're not going to hell. Some of them are. No, they're not. They're all angels. They were, they, they're too young to, eat, to be evil. Okay. Uh, look, it's not about sending more people to hell. We've got enough people down there. I, I, it's like you don't even know me. I guess I don't. Like, so what is the, the point of all of this? Oh, for Christ's sakes. Okay, my purpose is multi-pronged. One, the victim's families will start to question their faith. Two, potential copycat shootings. Three, what's more evil than killing children? Bonus? This type of stuff really annoys the fuck out of those goody two-shoes upstairs, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, like Jesus in heaven and all that? Well, it's more about the people who are uh, up in heaven. Now they got these little fucking snot-nosed kids running around, making lots of noise. You know, heaven's supposed to be serene. Drive them crazy up there that, uh, you know, heaven's like a daycare center now. Listen, I don't think we should be talking about this either. I mean, what are you doing on your vacation aside from visiting me? Mm, Not much. People still die and go to hell on federal holidays. I don't know. Like, aren't you needed down there? I got people on it. I don't have to be there 24-7. We've got a uh, skeleton crew. Yeah. Skeleton crew. Come on, you're not going to give me a fucking rim shot for that hell, demon skeletons. Oh, that was a joke. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, I can give you a rim shot. I don't need a pity fucking rim shot. I got to be honest with you. you. You seem a little agitated for a man who's uh, on vacation. All right, Tim, I am going to level with you here. Things aren't going so well down in hell. I made a huge mistake. All right, lay it on me. What's going on? I promoted someone I probably shouldn't have promoted in my organization. Who? Well, I thought hell could use a, a woman's touch, you know. Everything is so drab and charred. I, I just thought it was time for a change, and you know me. Skulls, burning flesh, that's the only aesthetic I know. This bitch, though, is an A1 class cunt. She's bossy as hell. She's got a bad attitude. And Tim, I think she's trying to overthrow me. Why do you say that? Because last week in the break room, she said to me, I'm trying to overthrow you. Can't get any more clear than that. Seriously, like she's belittling me in front of my minions. The other day she uh, pointed at my chest and was like, look at them milkers. Mama Satan sure has some low-hanging udders. And like everyone was laughing at me. Dude, you're Satan. Just get rid of her. Torture her or something. That's the thing. She signed a two-year contract and it's fucking ironclad. I'm not allowed to banish her. I'm not allowed to torture her. She's got free fucking reign, man. Satan, but you're the contract guy. This is what you do. You make people sign these contracts for their soul and there's always like evil loopholes and stuff. I know, dude, I fucked up. Oh shit, she's coming. Wait a second, why is she with you? I thought you were on vacation. We're on vacation looking for textiles. What? 
She wants to redo the upholstery in the throne room. Hey, we gotta get going! Come say hi to my friend! No, it's okay, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you have to meet this bitch. I don't know what generation you're from, but in my time, punctuality counted for everything, and we were supposed to leave an hour ago. Yet I'm still here waiting for you as you chit-chat with your little girlfriend. Tim's not my girlfriend, he's just my friend. Say hi to him. Well, how do you do, Tim? I'm doing good, thanks. Nice to meet you. Is it? Is it nice to meet me? Why? I'm... I'm sorry. Why is it nice to meet me? You said nice to meet you. I want to know what's so nice about meeting me. In your own words, of course. Oh, uh, well, uh, any friend of Satan's is a friend of mine. So it's a pleasure to meet you. Okay, all right. So you're a bullshitter, just like him. I'm not a bullshitter. I'm the Prince of Darkness, you bitch. Oh, I'm a bitch now. Nice. That's not exactly workplace-appropriate language. I think I need to direct your attention to the contract we signed. Oh, fuck! <clears throat> Section 42, paragraph 543. Each instance of inappropriate language, communication, or intent will result in a fine no less than $10,000 and no more than a million to be determined by the contractee. In this case, it's me. Unless, of course, you want to try your luck at arbitration again. No! What the hell happened last time? I lost the seventh layer of hell to this bitch. Oh, another bitch! That's the second infraction in less than 60 seconds! You're on a roll today, big guy! Motherfucker! Listen, guys, I, I gotta get back to work, so I'm gonna have to let you go. What do you do for a living there, Tim? I, uh, well, I have a podcast. Yeah, but I mean, what do you do for a living? I, I, this is what I do for a living. So you're unemployed then? Well, no, I, this is, this is a job for me. Yeah. How many podcasts would you say are out there? Millions. Yeah, I got my phone up right here. I'm looking at some of the top podcasts right now. They're hosted by seven-year-olds. Wow, you are a bitch. Oh, that's another $10,000 in my pocket. I didn't sign a contract with you, cunt. Tim, shut up, shut up. May I direct your attention to section 13, paragraph 291? Yes, I know what's in there. I, I, I don't. Basically states, if an acquaintance of mine uses derogatory language around her, I have to fucking cough up more money. I'm going broke, man. Between her... My NFT portfolio and the fact that Bitcoin went into the shitter, I am in the red in a big, big way. These textiles aren't going to be cheap either. I've got very expensive taste. I gotta go, Tim. Well, it was lovely meeting you. Uh, what, what's your name again? Jislina. Jislina. Your name is Jislina. Don't laugh, Tim. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Is there something funny? One more snicker out of you and I'll be able to afford that condo in Soho. No, nothing funny here at all. It was, uh, it was, it was great meeting you, Gislina. Was it? Why? Not gonna bite. Mm, a smart one here. All right, Tim, uh, I'll talk to you later. Who's harsh in your mellow now? That is not funny. Come on, Jiz. Gislina. 
Jizzlina. You call me Jizz one more time, we're going to the panel. I gotta get out of this contract. All right, bye, Tim. Yeah, Satan. Satan away. Wow, he is sounding depressed. Honestly, he kind of deserves it, you know, for all those school shootings and stuff. Don't feel too bad for Satan. He's a trooper. He will hang in there. All right, listen, I've got a bunch of great audio I wanted to share with you today, starting with an Angela Cummings update. This is someone we haven't featured uh, for quite a while, so I thought it might be fun to take a look back, see how it all started, how we found out about this Utard. Uh, if you're new to the program, this is great. It's, it's a little uh, Angela Cummings primer, uh, and it fits in perfectly because uh, we're still in the midst of gay pride, and Angela Cummings most certainly has something to say about that. She is the street preacher who stormed a target back in 2016 and had this to say. Attention, Target shoppers! Are you aware <laughs> of the bathroom policy at Target? You are not... Don't try that friendly sales associate bullshit with Angela Cummings. She'll power on through like a bulldozer. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Men ma'am. are allowed to go in the women's bathroom ma'am ma'am it is wicked it is wicked that men can go in the women's bathroom i really believe that everyone in that store could hear her she has a voice that uh carries and freely videotape little girls just like her this store needs to repent Close down for the glory of God. Yes. Jesus Christ will save you. Jesus is the way. As I pointed out when we originally featured this video, and uh, probably every single time I have ever played a clip from Angela Cummings, she truly does sound like that um, Chris Farley character, that motivational speaker, you know, the, the one that lives in a van down by the river. Target, you've got a gay pride problem. Little girls are going to the bathroom where men are whipping out their hogs and pissing in the toilet. She is a very feminine flower. Except through him, (laughs) Target is evil. So Target just happens to be the one that started the pervert revolution. That is a great name. Hold on here. Uh, Yes, it is available. That domain, pervertrevolution.com.org.net, all available. And all great names for a podcast or a book or a church, what have you, anything really. Pervert revolution. Well, there she is. You will go out of business as the one that started the pervert revolution. Now, this is not the same video we featured back in 2016. She must have been on a tour of targets because I clearly remember, and we've used this as an intro to DV before, where she specifically says, Target, you've got a gay pride problem. But she doesn't say that in this video, so... Happy to bring you some new old stock videos from Angela Cummings. I do have a brand new video from her. And now while I never advocate for violence, 
I will say that I am not going to lose any sleep. Uh, first of all, she's fine. <laughs> like something did happen to Angela Cummings, uh, but she's okay. She was in Jerusalem of all places. Uh, yeah. Oh, she travels all over the world preaching the gospel, mainly to people who uh, don't want to hear her. These are deeply religious countries. They are aware of Jesus. You know, if they wanted to be a Christian, uh, you know, they, they, they would have. Anyway, so the video here is titled Jews Nailed Me. Is that kind of like a pun or a play on words? Because, you know, Jesus was a Jew. He was nailed to a cross. Not by the Jews. Jews nailed me with dirt ball. Now, again, it could have been worse. She could have really got hurt if there was a, like a sharp stone or something in the dirt. But uh, no, what's great is she filmed it right after she got pelted in the face. So <laughs> her face is all dirty. Hey, everybody. I want you to see what happened to me. Yeah, these are not bruises, thank God. This is a wad of dirt all the way down my shirt and my mouth and everything man yeah. they nailed me you won't shut your fucking mouth up so the dirt went right in there Heart. and i was <sighs> singing and uh praise god i got praise. so much dirt in my mouth glory to god and i just kept going but these Orthodox were so upset. They were here about 30 minutes standing here. They heard me preaching down there, followed me up here, and just kept going. And I didn't stop. They got so upset, they started smoking. Three Orthodox were smoking. I'm so fucking annoying. I got these Orthodox Jews addicted to nicotine. Can you believe? Praise God. Yeah, you won that one, Angela Cummings. I mean, look, I get it. You know, you're on the street preaching, hoping to reach someone and they can, even if you convert one person, but I seriously doubt that's going to happen in Jerusalem. Uh, she pinned a comment. She, Angela wrote uh, the, the first comment on YouTube. Uh, Michael told me another Jew was ready to throw a rock at, at me after the dirt ball was thrown. Someone stopped him. Glory to God. Yeah, God was really there on your side today. If that were the case, wouldn't uh, have God intervened with that first dirt ball being thrown at you? He would have stopped that, right? Uh, the guy had pictures of a Santa Claus looking guy he said was Messiah. I said, no, that's Santa. That probably pissed him off. Uh, Yeshua? Is Messiah? I thought it was Yahweh. I don't know. I'm Yeshua is Messiah, not Santa Claus. They all stayed over 30 minutes. They could have left, but their conscience was awakened by the powerful name of Yeshua. They spit on ground every time I said Yeshua. They hate him. The joy of the Lord uh, kept us strong. Anyway, that is how she is spinning it. Uh, just to finish up with this video. But it's all down my shirt, praise God. I'm so happy right now. Jesus said, rejoice, rejoice. So I rejoice and I celebrate that I was found worthy to suffer for Christ. Oh yeah, that's part of it, isn't it? You get to suffer like Jesus, be like Jesus. So she's happy she got hit. Although you, you would think that you wouldn't want God to intervene at that point. If you really want to suffer, you should have let those Jews pelt you with those rocks or whatever they were going after you with. Well, there you go. Just a little Angela Cummings update. Still crazy. And honestly, I think she is homeless. She might very well be 
living in a van down by the river. Thank you, Angela. Moving on now. I have got quite the epic brawl between two young ladies who are fighting over a man. Uh, honestly, at first, they're so loud and a lot of what they're saying is just grunting. I couldn't figure out if they were American or if I detected a British accent. Take a listen here. See what I mean? Like, could very well be British. Right? That's what she could be saying. Who knows? Maybe one is British and the other is American. They're both very large, unattractive women, I have to say. I would love to see who the boyfriend is or who the guy they're fighting over. Just so I can uh, sort of paint a complete picture for everyone listening, uh, the and, I, and I'm going to use a term here that was coined by the website fatchicksandpartyhats.com. The person who is filming appears to be a friend of Ham Beast Number Two. That's a bitch! <laughs> Every time I get my money, I'm gonna fucking kill that bitch! Well, now she's yelling at her friend. <laughs> that bitch will call me a cut four times. <laughs> oh my god, she's totally out of breath. Get out of my face, Simona, right now. Get the fuck out of my face, Simona, right now. <laughs> Get that fucking. Oh! This motherfucking cunt! I'm gonna fucking kill that bitch! I'm gonna kill that fucking bitch! I'm gonna run her over! Fucking cunt! Oh shit! You're a cunt! I'm gonna beat her up! Get her out of my fucking life already! <laughs> so she's in her car with her friend. Uh, the one who's yelling is is driving. Now, I can only guess what's happening here. We've got a ham beast in the car, and then gelatinous flesh mound number two is standing um, next to a house. And I think maybe the house belongs to uh, the guy they're fighting over. And I, I really just have to mention that um, this video is eight minutes long, and there's no way we're going to go through every second of this. That motherfucker called me a cunt four times! As much as I want to. Let me just fast forward and see what's happening. Halfway through the video, four minutes. Oh, 
Well, things, believe it or not, are escalating. Um, the woman has gotten out of her car, and now she is uh, approaching the house. You are a fucking bitch. You don't call me a bitch. You call me a bitch four times. You got to You got to You called me a bitch five times. You got to bitch. Also, the woman appears to have a weapon. She, I think she grabbed some sort of metal rod. Yes, you did. Five times you called me a bitch. Oh, it's like a pitchfork. Or something. You live here for nothing. You're mad. You're mad because I got money for my father. You say, What? I'm going to call the cops on you. I will call the cops on you. You're away from me. I'm going to have my son. I can't quite tell what type of tool she has in her hand, but it is like like a pitchfork, and yet she's still got that purse. Around her arm. She keeps threatening to use this pitchfork on her. The other woman doesn't even really flinch that much. Like she doesn't get up and run or anything. I'm not a whore. Get out of my face. I'm a whore because I sleep with my ex. That's right. Get out of my face. You're a fucking pain. Oh, so that's her ex. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Why are you bringing up Justin for? You're that pissed off. Take a man back that hurt you. Oh, get out of my face. I love the intensity of the arguing here. I've now fast forward to like the six minute mark, and um, I think this woman's about to pick up a chair. <laughs> Where could this be going? Oh my god, she's really upset because she called her a cunt. That seems to be the the, the sticking point. Oh, there's a chair. I knew it. Who talks to you like that? Keep calling me a bitch. Keep calling me a bitch. You call me a whore. How am I a whore? Whores will sleep with multiple people. You're a whore because you take that man back. That put his dick in another woman and you like him. Thank you. This might actually just be a good friend who's upset that uh, her friend is, is sleeping with her ex, even though, you know, the guy's a dirtbag. Maybe that's what this argument's about. I mean, there's very little context here. That's disgusting. Get out of my business out to everybody in the street. Get out do that. I only Get see out that of my taking a man that oh. around on you. Oh, this, some guy is very lucky, isn't he? I never did that. I know what this man. I would what not do that. What does that got to do with a bank? You're a fucking pig. I'm a pig because I'm a pig. You're a pig. I'm with my ex. That's my boyfriend. Boyfriend. Hello, Pot. This is Kettle. Hey, I have a good line here. I can't. No one can hear me because you're so loud. I. It was a, you know, because they're both pigs. The moment has passed, I guess. I'm sorry. You don't get the fuck out of my face. Okay. Oh. You're a psycho. You don't care? Get out of my face. Where is he now? Get out of my face. Get out of my face. You better not call me a cunt. You call me a cunt. You don't not call me a bitch. You are. You don't believe me. That date was not. Is whore still on the table though? Is that acceptable? The neighbors got quite a show this day. Your teeth Now dad sticks up for you. Your father doesn't like that you call me a cunt. Dad, you call me a bitch five times. No, you're not going to get away with this. And you ain't going to. You're still calling me a fucking bastard bitch. And you're a cunt. 
You call me a bitch, you're a cunt. I'm a whore. I'm a whore because I sleep with my ex. The only person I've ever been with in that way, and I'm a whore. Sure. I've never heard of that before. Well, I can say pretty confidently I don't think these two are British like I initially believed. Never heard of that. All right. Okay. Show's over, everyone. The cunt is in the house and the whore's leaving. All right. Uh, there you go. A little brawl between two friends. I think we can call them frenemies. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. <laughs> Join Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is our member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes of DV, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That means tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. And remember, if you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to Distorted View, uh, great news. There's a fast and super easy way to get new Sideshow content. You can sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom. You know, if you use Apple Podcasts, you can use Apple Pay. Now you guys can even sign up for yearly memberships in Apple Podcasts. Uh, before, it was just monthly Spotify, I think, still is only limited to monthly. It's just one of Spotify's rules. But uh, there you go. Just a, a couple of ways to get Sideshow content. For more information, check out superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com. One last way to help me out, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. Over there, you can pledge as little as a dollar. And believe me, every little bit does help. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail phone number uh, just for patrons. And uh, that means I will play your calls first, which is kind of cool, especially when you consider I am backed up by like a couple months on the uh, regular voicemail. So if you want yours heard right away, pledge $5 over there. Patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, I did that bit at the top of the show, the discount drug mart commercial that uh, was all about the various shortages we're experiencing here in the United States. One thing apparently in abundant supply is cocaine. And uh, wow, some people were getting uh, an amazing deal on this stuff in grocery stores. What the hell am I talking about? Well, drug smugglers lost out on a shipment of cocaine hidden in crates of bananas after it was delivered to Czech supermarkets before it could be intercepted in Germany. The entire haul was eventually seized by cops when supermarket workers at different stores across the country started discovering powdered filled packages in the banana crates. Yeah, if you live over there in uh, Germany, I would just uh, forgo the Red Bull or Monster Energy drinks. Have a cocaine-sprinkled banana. That shit'll give you wings. Footage obtained by the Czech police shows a police officer and a sniffer dog inspecting a shipment of several crates of bananas, which had reportedly originated in Colombia. And, of course, that's where the best coke comes from. The drugs, delivered as blocks of pressed cocaine with a total weight of 1,851 pounds and with a street value of approximately $83 million, 
had transited via the German port of Hamburg, the largest port in Europe, after Rotterdam in the Netherlands before arriving in the Czech Republic. So far, so good, right? Supermarket workers in the Czech capital of Prague and in towns of Jissen and uh, Reich. Nov or something, reportedly discovered these suspicious blocks of white powder. Why would you say something? Finders keepers, right? What do you not like money? You have an aversion to being an 80 millionaire? Is that how you say that? Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you just take, a, you know, a, a block or two of the coke for yourself? A finder's fee. Make some money. I mean, I doubt the cops would know how much was supposed to be in the shipment. If it's off a few pounds, you know, no biggie. The Czech police said in a statement on Friday that they discovered the pressed cocaine cubes in banana boxes. They said criminal investigators found that goods of the same batch were distributed to several other places in the Czech Republic. Therefore, in cooperation with the Customs Administration of the Czech Republic and other entities, it's currently conducting inspections of these places and other actions. The police added that they were now looking to work with international authorities to further the investigation. They said information about consignment is kept outside the territory of the Czech Republic. For this reason, we will use the Institute of International Police and Judicial Cooperation. The United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime said that in 2019, Colombia continued to account for the vast majority of the global area under cocoa bush cultivation, two-thirds. I guess that means that, uh, you know, two-thirds of cocaine comes from Colombia. Sounds about right. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. This one comes from the great and honorable country of Japan. Well, I've got some bad news. If you're a Japanese man living in Japan, chances are you um, you haven't had sex and you've never been on a date. Wow. It's like Mecca for the incels. Uh, on Tuesday, the Japanese government's cabinet office released a new white paper on gender equality. The wide-ranging study presented a large variety of data about men and women in Japan. One stat that's been met with shock is that, according to the study, roughly 40% of unmarried Japanese men in their 20s have never even been on a single date. The story does have to do with Japanese men. Uh, as part of the paper's overreaching goal of clarifying the current societal situation for men and women in Japan, the researchers asked participants in their 20s whether they were married, completely unattached, or had a lover. The specific Japanese word, koibido, I guess, refers to a romantic, though not necessarily sexual partner. Their responses were, uh, according to men in their 20s, 65.8% had no spouse or lover. 19.1% had a lover. 1.5% uh, had a common-law spouse. And 13.6% had uh, an actual spouse, a legal spouse. The same demographics were asked how many people they'd ever gone on a date with. Basically, roughly 40% of single men in their 20s who were surveyed have gone on a date with absolutely zero. Zilch. Nada. Uh, no people whatsoever, or in other words, uh, they've never been on a single date in their entire life. By comparison, the chart for women in their 20s showed that about 25% of young adult women have never been on a date. Confusing things a bit, 
just because, you know, cultural differences, uh, about 5% of both married men and women in their 20s have also had zero dating partners. So they got married without dating. Basically, that's implying that they met their life partner through a spouse searching service. I think they're called konkatsus, if I'm pronouncing that right. And there's like a 95% chance I'm not. But that's crazy. I mean, th these services don't work the same way uh, here in the United States. The idea is, you know, you meet someone through the service and then you go out on a date with them and see if you're compatible. In Japan, it's literally, you know, you, you, they, they find you a spouse and then you just get married. You don't go on dates. You don't learn about each other. You just, you just get married. As for other age groups, so like uh, men in their 30s, roughly 35% have never been on a date. And um, men in their 40s, roughly 22% have never been on a date. So it goes down the longer you're alive. But still, 22% of people who have never been on a date in their, by, their, by the time they're 40? I got this uh, story from Sora News 24, which is like an English news story or news site that reports on Japanese shit, right? They say the most important thing about this is uh, like there's some sociological and societal factors in play here. In Japan, uh, asking someone out on a date is a lot uh, bigger and bolder of a move than it is like here in the United States. Here you ask someone out, they either say yes or no, and that's it. Apparently, there's a lot of pressure in Japan. It's a big deal. They're also saying that in Japan, culturally, more emphasis is placed on group-oriented activities and settings. So like one-on-one -on -one things like dating, that's kind of low priority, I guess. It's a very strange culture, that Japan. Yeah, it says here that uh, casual dating is less common in Japan than it is here in the U.S. The getting to know each other phase often takes place at nomin uh, nominally platonic group events. Oh, the group setting again. So you hang out with people in groups. That's how you get to know potential partners. All right. You do you, Japan. Final story we have for you today. A New York cattle ranch has come under fire after TikToker Remy Bader, I, are we supposed to know who she is, posted a video saying that she wasn't allowed to ride a horse at the ranch because she was too, quote, fat. First of all, we don't even know if they use the word fat. They, they could have tried to pussyfoot around it, but she got offended and, you know, got on TikTok. They said I was too fat. I haven't even seen this girl, so I don't know if how large she is. However... As a country, we're all very large people. And would, would you want to put the horse through that? If you are large, you know, you know you're big. Show a little fucking compassion for the animal. Even if you are technically not obese, I still would. I just, I wouldn't feel right about getting on a horse. I feel bad for them. Unless, unless you know, you're, you're light. Bader, who has over 2 million followers on TikTok, posted a video on June 11th showing the ranch's building with a text overlay, calling out the owners of the ranch for allegedly mistreating her. Mistreating is, of course, now synonymous with not letting me do what I want. That, I mean, that's pretty much what that means. You were told no. So now you're going to sick your two million followers on this company. This company, it's like a ranch. You know, it's not like a corporation or something. Shout out to Deep Hollow Ranch and Montauk for making me leave because I weigh over 240 pounds. I did a quick Google search and uh, it says here 
Most horses can safely carry 20% of their body weight, so a large draft horse weighing 2,000 pounds can theoretically safely carry a 400-pound person. So maybe this woman does have a point. Maybe they were being fat-phobic, or maybe it was a different kind of horse. Maybe it was a, a, a mini Shetland pony or something. In the caption of her video, Bader added, I've rode horses before and I've never had this issue, adding that the ranch should advertise this on signs in the future. Well, on the ranch's blog, there is a guide on how much weight a horse can carry. It states a rider should uh, be no more than 15% of the horse's weight. They also have a list of options for the best horse breeds for plus size riders. It's unclear if this information was available before Bader called out the ranch. Well, because this is Distorted View Daily, the story does not end there. So, uh, you know, this this woman did a TikTok video and then an employee of the ranch replied to her video with a video of his own. When you're not a fat bitch, you can ride a deep olive ranch. That pretty much sums up their stance on the issue. They are not sympathetic to this woman's plight. Actually, uh, Deep Hollow Ranch then issued a statement on their Facebook page following Bader's complaint, referring to the user who made the video as a teenage employee, writing, we would like to apologize to anyone who this offended. That's what you say when you d- when you aren't really apologetic. I mean, if you were offended by this, we're, so- we're sorry you're offended by this. We think it's hilarious, though. Actually, they do go on to say we do not condone or agree with any part of that employee's video. Now, despite the ranch not explicitly saying the employee was their son, (laughs) on their website it says a couple named Pete and Kate run the ranch with the help of their children, one of whom is named Brody. He certainly sounds like a Brody, doesn't he? The same name that matches the username of the user who posted the video. Ooh, good work. Good sleuthing news. That's investigative journalism. This type of stuff makes me enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. All right, enough. Trying to wrap things up, for Christ's sakes. Uh, The apology was not well received, with many commenters calling for them to fire the teenage employee. Yeah, they're going to fire their son. In a follow-up post shared on Bader's Instagram story on June 12th, she wrote that she never intended to hurt a small business. Bader, who often posts TikTok videos about beauty, fashion, and body positivity, explained that she was shocked. The only people watching body positivity videos are, like, fat people, right? I mean, skinny dudes aren't watching this type of content, and I don't think uh, skinny women are either. I don't, it's just a theory of mine. I could be wrong. I don't know. All right. Bader said her negative experience at Deep Hollow Ranch was later supported by the video posted by the employee who uh, who called her fat. Yeah, actually, fat bitch, I think, was his word. So it certainly sounds like there are a bunch of dicks at Deep Hollow Ranch. They made it very clear that they did not want me there because of my weight, and that's very disappointing. Well, the good news is, if what I'm reading is true, you just got to find one of those horses that can, uh, you know, uh, carry 400 pounds of people. And, you know, you'll be A-OK. Horse won't even feel a thing with you on it. You're only, what, 240? That's nothing. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. 
All right, like I said, we're running a bit late today, so we're going to do just a few voicemails. I did want to remind you there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. We're about 250 freaks away from our 1,000 follower goal on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. There's a link over there. Uh, on the main navigation bar, distortedview.com, uh, where you can uh, see our YouTube channel and subscribe and click that bell and yada, yada, yada. You know what to do. All right, let's check in with a few uh, patrons. Hey, it's EJC calling from Tesla of Love. Just wanting to know, how are you doing? Are you okay? Are you happy? I've Just been better. I'm okay. <laughs> um, you know, you were playing the God uh, Hates Fag song the other day, and I love that I've been kind of low ebb for a week or so, but I am uh, I think I'm coming out of my funk. <laughs> God hates fags. But the message itself got me to thinking. I, you play a lot of that stuff. Does that ever get to you? Maybe that's why I've been down the past week, because I've been featuring a lot of like crazy anti-gay preachers who want to kill me. Like, at your core emotionally? Does uh, that ever, ever affect you? I mean, you always seem pretty kind of careless. Shall we say? Uh, it hasn't affected me. It doesn't. No. It, well, uh, recently it's starting to a little bit because as I've been s- stating over the last, I don't know, a month or two, uh, I really feel like there's like this buildup happening of dangerous thinking and there's no um, sense that it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. And I just I hate where this is going. Um, I was just wondering. Anyway, love the show. Timmy Boo, keep up the great work. I love you. Again, <laughs> thank you. Personally, I don't fear for my safety. You know, I live in a, uh, a pretty large city, not like out in the sticks where I'll be like tied to a fence and set on fire or something. Probably, maybe. I, that still could happen. I don't know. The thing that's scary is how quickly people are believing, like falling in line with this idea that all LGBT whatever they're grooming you they're out to groom your kids and they're all pedophiles and that's kind of what's getting everyone all riled up you know what i mean think of the kids i don't i don't have high hopes <laughs> for the future honestly but we'll, we'll see you know, who knows what will happen hey uh greg from austin calling um i don't really like to do this but i figured i'd do you and a fellow listener a favor uh on the voicemail segment from the wednesday show a caller called in and wanted to tell you about his interesting soda story and you got frustrated because uh you didn't hear the name of the soda he was talking about because you were distracted by the background noise it sounded like he was driving in rain but uh tim he did very clearly mention the soda Uh, oh and i'm bringing this up by the way because i don't know if this guy's a patreon uh donator and who knows if he's going to call you and leave a voicemail that you play in three okay okay get the to the name about. but he mentioned <laughs> you're annoying me now uh the soda surge coca-cola came out oh. with a drink called surge in the 90s and they only put it out in a couple of test markets around what are you fucking high as a goddamn kite that is not true at all surge Surge was nationwide, my friend. It was all over the place. So it came out with a drink called Surge in the 90s, and they only put it out in a couple of test markets no, around no, uh, no, the country. No, um, no, I grew up in Austin. Love these people calling in to correct me, and they know nothing. The garbage. <laughs> so uh, that was one of the places that we had it. I think it was like meant to compete with Mountain Dew. Um, but yes. that was the soda that he was Surge a- was most uh, definitely available nationwide. 
Um, and then what happened was they discontinu uh, discontinued it in the early 2000s, replaced it with Vault. You may remember Vault. And then uh, they brought Surge back. It wasn't available really uh, widely, but you could, you know, you could buy it on Amazon in cans. And uh, the, uh, Burger King had it available in their uh, uh, Coke machines. Sorry, dude. Just, uh, he had a, apparently had some family in South Dakota where Surge was one of the test markets. Oh, God, you got to stop with that test market bullshit. Stop it. Just stop it. You're angering me. People trying to school me on uh, soda related topics. It's not going to happen, my friends, because I know all. I'm the Soda King. Soda King retarded. Oh, that's Sofa King retarded. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line 48206-666-4463. That's 206666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. The Perfect Revolution. Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Remember, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe.net.